0: something i
1: get like so mad about is like in florida public education systems the science education is so focused on like things that really don't matter all that much like Mm -hmm. cell biology is not as important as understanding the environment around you and how to treat it facts like knowing the role that trees play and that things play together and that things are necessary for the survival of other things even if that means eating them right like, they keep each other in a balance. Everything goes in a certain way. And right. like, and I'm like, oh, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. But people don't know that there's a reef off the coast of Florida. Look at that. There's a coral reef Look off the that. coast of Florida. Look at that. Look at it's that. the largest reef off the, the United, United States. States. Yeah, no. Yeah. And people don't know, <laughs> and it's dying. Yeah. And also, there's this huge coral research project going on where they've farmed, like, 20, not 20, 200 different species of coral, and they're, like, keeping them in these big grow houses, like, throughout the United States, and they're, like, studying them and trying to help them reproduce. And the idea is that um, the disease that is affecting them, something spongy coral disease, spiny mm-hmm. coral disease, something. They don't know what causes it or how to cure it, but they're hoping that eventually it will either run its course mm-hmm. or they'll find a cure. Mm-hmm. And the corals that they have that are, like, being grown in labs and university settings, they will reintroduce back into the wild with repopulated species. But while they're in our care, they're doing a bunch of research. Nice, nice, nice. I love. Oh. There, there's so much of this that's going on. There's, like, truly so much that I feel like does not get talked about I, like I don't hear much about it. Like I have to seek out the information. I looked up a lot of this stuff just because I'm interested in a lot of this stuff. But there's I not had... that much like news. It's not. It's not in the news all the time. A lot of this stuff I learned because I was given an opportunity to be exposed to it, and mm-hmm. like I saw it after it. So like I did dual enrollment when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I took college classes at the state college, mm-hmm. uh, Florida Southwestern, mm-hmm. was my local. And I had a really sweet setup where the professors were also teachers at our high school. Mm. So my college classes were taught at my high school on campus in my high school classrooms. That's cool. But I was getting college credits doing college curriculum. Nice, nice, nice. So it was really cool. Nice. And I had this really awesome professor. His name is Jordan Danini. uh uh-huh. um, He is a herpetologist. That's a reptile person and a, mm. an ecologist, a wildlife mm. ecologist. Biology, cool stuff. Damn. He taught... A an Ecology of Southwest Florida mm. class. I specifically got to take a class about what was happening in Southwest Florida, like wow. what was going on. Wow. And so I was exposed to all of this stuff. And there's like all kinds of invasive species down there mm-hmm. that people like, I'm realizing up here people don't really know about. Mm. Cuban tree frogs and cane toads are a really big problem in Southwest Florida. I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. No, yeah. Cane toads get to be, like, these huge pancakes, and they're extremely toxic. They have this thing... Especially the dogs. Right. So they have this thing called bufotoxin. Uh Uh-huh. It's secreted out of a gland behind their eyes, Uh and it's, like, meant to be, like, a repellent to things that might eat them. Wow. So dogs and cats get extremely sick if they bite or eat or lick or get in contact with these kinds of toads. And it, like, kills small dogs and cats. Okay. Okay. And also... Up to this point, we have not known any natural predators. Mm, There's nothing that can survive eating them. That's wild. However, my professor from that Southwest Florida ecology class, he recently published a paper showing that the Florida garden snake, don't quote me on that, but I think it's the Florida garden snake, Uh can eat juvenile cane toads. He found the first natural predator predator of cane toads. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, wow. So I got got to do like cane toad research, like while I was That's in his really class, cool. and like, it was really cool. And oh. he also is a specialist in diamondback terrapins. They're a species of turtle. Damn. No, but while I was in his class, he had a research permit for an eastern indigo snake. It's an endangered species down here. Mm-hmm. It's a protected species in a lot of other states. Okay. Um, it's an all-black snake, and it's iridescent. It, like, glows back like rainbow. Interesting. Yeah, his snake was named Kodak Black. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. No comment on He let me name one of his turtles Dolly Parton. That's cute, that's cute, that's cute, that's cute. Except that there's a part of a turtle called the Plastron. Uh So the turtle's name was actually Dolly Plastron. (laughs) I don't don't know, folks. I, I, (laughs) I, 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 I'm just here. (laughs) I'm just here.